Yo, what's going on, you beautiful people? This episode is um <laughs> something for the ages, man. Or maybe it's something from the future. I don't even know. Like it's just it's it's probably one of the greatest chats I've ever had in my life, one of the greatest interviews I've ever had in my life. Um, some really opening stuff, but pay attention really close attention to when Andy's talking about Barbara Hanclaw's stories and, and ideologies, um, and how she channeled her books through the Pleiadians and one of them was about that technology is here to help us unlock our psychic help us find our psychic you know so then once technology goes away you know we can disconnect and we can actually find our psychic and use our psychic you know we can come into our intuition and access our pineal gland and use it as if it was a muscle use it as if it was our bicep our fingers you know that's what the true power of our mind holds it's a muscle after all so stick around man this one is a ripper so here's the question yeah right i might go on how are these young entrepreneurs who haven't obtained any inheritance and are entirely self-taught carving a legacy and living that life and mate we're talking purebred entrepreneurs here the ones that have a vision the ones that have a passion and the ones that want to make an impact on this world to get that respect that they deserve that is the question and this podcast will give you the answer but honestly mate keeping shit as simple as one two three is the key my name is in fact benji copeland and this is the power of three welcome 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 this is probably one of the greatest conversations i've ever had in my life um you know but look brother if this is brothers and sisters you know that's what we're all about inclusivity everyone but if this is your first time here on the podcast, my name is Benji Copeland and I'm here to help you level the fuck up in your business and just in your life. You know, the power of three, we're all about health, wealth and happiness. How do we become free? How do we find ourselves, find our feet, find our purpose? You know, how do we think for ourselves and not let anyone or anything control us? And that's what we talk a lot about in this, you know, technology. We can't let technology control us. But we also have to know how to use it and control it. But if you aren't already a part of the Gorilla family on Facebook, just head on over to The Power of Three. Just search that in the Facebook search bar, the name of the podcast, word for word, and go to the group section and uh, click join. And then, man, once you're in there, go to the units tab. First of all, there's a lot of cool information in there, some lessons um, all about branding ourselves, crafting an offer for business, you know, a lot of things, a lot of information Again, some insights. Um, but, you know, more importantly, man, just get to know some people. Message people. Talk to them. All it takes is one person. You know, one moment to change you, your business, anything. You know, realistically. Tony Robbins said it really well. You know, there are two moments that life comes down to. The moment we're born and the moment we find out why we're born. And anyone or anything, realistically, could be there in that one moment. You know, we just have to capitalize on it. So... Man, without further ado, let's kick off this interview with Miss Andy right now. Andy, it's awesome to meet you. How you been? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm kind of like surfing through the apocalypse, so it's kind of pretty fucking rad. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, I can't wait to jump in and, and you know, really dive deep today. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just jump right into it. And uh, I'll tell everyone how I met you, I guess, online and, and everything, but I was on the internet and I found this article from um, Gaia and 
if people don't know what Gaia is, do you just want to give them a quick explanation? Um, Gaia is the metaphysical Netflix, essentially, right? So it's where you can have enlightened conversations. It's where you've got great teachers. So yeah, to me, Gaia uh, must have resource. I don't go without it. Yeah. No, amazing for anyone that wants mm -hmm. self-help, self-improvement. Um, so yeah, I was on the internet and I found this article and it was all about the third eye, the significance of the third eye, the biology behind it, the pineal gland, the decalcification, calcification, everything. And I found you that and you wrote it at the bottom and then we got in contact <laughs> and I guess here we are. So um, we are. Um, I guess the, my first question for anyone else out there as well, do you want to just give a really quick crash course on what our third eye is? Whoa, uh, that uh, feels like an entire course, but the third <laughs> eye essentially is going to be how we experience the world. So it's uh, certainly a shaman. It's what we don't see in the world that we actually see through the third eye, but it's the center of intuition. It's the center of knowing. Um, and I think right now, especially pertinent, like it's the access to the multidimensional realms, which is kind of the only place we should be playing. 100%. And, and people believe that this is the pineal gland? Pineal gland is part of it, absolutely. So if we think about it in the idea of every chakra is also glandular, right? So the Ajna would be what it's called within the Hindu tradition. Um, the Egyptians is what I work with, so that's a little bit different. That's but awesome. yes, so there's a pineal gland that is in here um, that the third eye is kind of the um, chakra of or the energy center of. The Egyptians would call it the Shenka, which is like the circuits of eternity that keep us moving. So would you say the third eye is the pineal gland or would you say the third eye is the chakra or would you say it's a mix of both? Third eye is the chakra, the pineal gland is going to be behind it. So it's almost like, uh, let's think of like physical matter. So the organ would be the pineal gland. The chakra would be the capacity at a spiritual level to inhabit something else. Oh, wow. Does that make sense? That's deep. Yeah, no, that does. Okay. That does. Cool. And the furthermore, I mean, I guess the more you can expand it, the more energy you can get within <laughs> that metaphysical field. Right. And they say that the Egyptians, um, and I'm happy to share techniques today too, if we want to geek out on that, but the Egyptians pineal gland would be the size of a fucking grapefruit. Wow. Ours calcified size of a dried pea. So this is something that actively you can work with. Um, and if you think of the Egyptians with the elongated skulls, like this, uh, they treat it as a very sexual organ, the pineal gland because this is actually what you want to have more predominant than anything else. Right. And then <laughs> is that, is that, is that why they wore those big things on their heads? So they could like kind of encapsulate energy, I guess, or. Um, the crowns would be what they wore on their heads. The crowns are all different. The crowns will be kind of like, uh, if you think of military, how they have an insignia that tells you who they are, the crowns for the Egyptians. So not necessarily related. Um, Okay. pineal gland uh yeah. think of, okay if you want to think of the pineal gland think of the snake that comes out of the head that's how you know there will be an activated right so it's almost alive you got it of course it's alive 100 100 so let's mm -hmm. just back this up a little bit we Thanks. were talking <laughs> we were talking about calcification and decalcification things like that so my understanding i think it was also you wrote it as well 
it's the buildup of calcium phosphate crystals in the, the I guess, the body. You got it. And that's what is calcification. And then decalcification is eliminating those crystals from the body to, I guess, increase blood flow and energy. Right. And to allow this to be unencumbered, right? Exactly. So we need... So um, clean. So, yeah, the, so clean. Clean, pure. Um, and think of it like any muscle, right? So like you'll have calcification in the body and you can't move your fingers as well. Right. Okay. So we just want this to be moved. So, so yeah, we like... can do... I don't mean to cut you off. Is that like inflammation? I don't know. I, I'm not a scientist in that way, so let me not go there. Right now, <laughs> that's what that's the analogy they're giving me. I'm like, let's fucking go with it. Um, but yeah, this idea of like there is something here that shouldn't be here. Um, the calcification is going to dull this. It will harden the pineal gland. So all of a sudden, it's not as uh, thank you heard uh, light cones let's think about the way that light would penetrate this when there's too much calcium build up the light cannot penetrate and therefore the organ can't function as supremely as it should right so when it's hard it can't expand it's just correct it's kind of just dry, like dried out it's like a rock you got it that's exactly okay. it i see i see that's awesome and when did you really become i guess encapsulated with spirituality and obsessed with your, your pineal band like was it from a young age or was it uh -huh. like was there something uh, in your life that changed no like i i'm one of those rare birds who woke up awake without uh knowing that i was awake but that was a different challenge right but yeah like i was eight reading you are psychic i was five practicing esp so this is kind of the only thing that i ever geeked out on and this is <laughs> That's amazing. It's been the focus. Wow. It's been the I... thing. It's what I love. It's uh, yeah. So I've amassed a lot of knowledge over forty-four fucking years. In wow. This field. Yeah. And you have a podcast yeah. as well. So is that you talk I a do. lot about that on your podcast? Um, the podcast is interesting. Cosmic Mama podcast. It's a portal. Is more than anything what it is. And I'm like, I let her do a thing, but like, it's going into more starseed activations discussions on like how humanity is evolving so it's not so much a teaching place for me it's more of a kind of exploratory and seeing what comes through that vessel without like it's hollow bone space yeah let's go into that let's like how so going back to our whole topic of decalcification and evolving yourself how would you what's some i guess what are some practices i think you mentioned Ooh, yeah we can use anyone else out there can use to decalcify their pineal gland, I guess, become more in tune with themselves. Um, and let's also recognize there are lots of theories that say this is a hard thing to do. I don't think it is. They want us to be in fear. They want us to use fluoride. They want us not activating this. So for us to take back the power, it's not a raw type of thing. It's a intentional thing. I want to use this. So the easiest technique is going to be to take the top of your tongue and put it on the roof of your mouth and move it in circles. And I can't talk while I do that. Uh, but this will be a little arousing in that way, which mm. is almost like inviting this organ to respond and to open up a little bit. Is that why when you yawn, you get like, you, you feel good? Cause it oh, right. Uses... Everything goes up there. Everything is like moving. Yeah, yeah that's I feel true. like cool. when you yawn, because you, you stretch your whole neck muscles and your, I guess your jaw as well. <laughs> I love that. But isn't isn't your tongue one of the strongest muscles in your body? It is. I that's what I've heard anyway. Let's say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, to like uh, massage it in this way, it's known as the second clitoris in the ancient, ancient teachings. But this is the way that we arouse and entice this gland to secrete, to open up um, in very normal ways. Uh, the second technique that we'll give is very Egyptian, and it's if you can curl your tongue and then breathe in through your tongue. For the Egyptians, this is what opens the three stargates that bring us into our more celestial origins. Wow. I can actually yep. feel that. I know. It's a weird one, isn't it? And not everybody can curl their tongue. So genetically, that's also an interesting thing. Some oh, people really? can, some people can't. Yeah. What about if you can like do other weird things with your tongue and like, yeah. I don't know. I know some people can do like W's and birds. I don't even know. Holy shit. I can tie a cherry stem. Like, I think that's the best I got going for me, but <laughs> I can curl it. Uh, nah, but yeah, any of these stem, like, that's pretty strong. you know, girls do goofy girl things. Um, yeah, but if you can feel it in even like doing it for a couple of seconds, this is kind of the fun of it. If uh, when it responds in that way, if you can respond with the oh, I feel it, any type of awe or wonder that you open to in that act will also increase it. So it is that state of innocence and excitement that will uh, speed things up for us, not a place of angst and trying and effort. Well, wow. right. Open heart, open pineal. And does I feel Ooh. for me, I feel for me like getting stretching, stretching and getting blood flow all around my body, like maybe doing a little bit of cardio, but I feel stretching every day has just mm. been something that's really benefited me. And, and like you said, kind of decrease that, that feeling in your fingers and, and all over your body of just like, I don't know. I feel like it's just inflammation, but I guess it's well, not. and the joy of inhabiting all of us. What do you mean by that? Um, when we can be completely embodied, then we're like letting this experience of joy flow through all of our being, right? So down to our fingertips, down to our toes, like this is what living and being human is. This is the experience that yeah. we chose to incarnate into. I agree. No, I 100% agree. Being able to feel and live in the present moment as opposed to yep. living in fear, like you said. And that, that brought me, I, I saw this great motherfucking quote. It was. Fear is the devil's greatest illusion. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm yeah. going to put that in my bio. But I, it is, <laughs> it is. No, it is. Like, you know, well, when you, I, I feel as if like, even for myself, you know, the fear of anything, I think in Napoleon Hill's book, he said there's like, I don't know, it's probably 10. He said like 10, there's probably more. There's probably like 25, kind of like there's 25 cognitive biases. But, you know, when you get over the fear of like, mm. rejection, fear of failure, fear of, I don't know, whatever it is, it, everything kind of relaxes. Flows. And exactly. It, yeah. There it is does. a cosmic design to what we are doing here, to the Akashic field, to how reality is constructed. And so they block us from this evolution of consciousness. Like this to me is what I'm calling the spiritual war. We're in fucking war right now. And the war is not anything on the outside. It's on us evolving into our true divine state. So they don't want us to, so if they can put in any types of fears, um, it will slow us down and it will give us pause instead of doing this full expression that's pretty natural for us. That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. So going back to your whole, your, your podcast and all that, what's been like, when did you start that? And what, what was the reasoning behind doing that? Did you just want to like 
get your you know your um, thoughts out there and and kind, kind of, of help people um i've been helping people for a while so let's uh like i have a patreon i teach <laughs> like that's my passion that's yeah, my uh, i've been serving a shaman for 15 years so the podcast actually came up during covid because as a projector in human design, I don't have my own energy. And I'm like, single woman, quarantine, what the fuck? And I just needed kind of a place to start talking. So I started bringing my friends on to the podcast because I have pretty interesting crew yeah. um, and kind of discussing some ideas and seeing where it went. So yeah, I think we're at episode 20 was just recorded this week. So it's still pretty new. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what's it called? So everyone can go check it out. That's okay. It's uh, the Cosmic Mama podcast. The Cosmic Mama podcast. That's sick. Um, <laughs> and that's that's on like Apple and everything, Spotify. It's everywhere. Yes. Awesome. Um, I think I just, can. I, may I offer that I want everyone to kind of check in with themselves now and recognize that even in the conversation that we're having, pineal gland is activating. Can you feel it? Of course. Every, I every... think the audience can feel it too. That's all that I want is, us to be conscious of is it's not a hard thing. It's just uh, paying attention to it. And then you're like, oh yeah, I do feel it. It is pulsating differently. It is playing a little different when I ask it to. Especially when you do those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Opening the stargates. <laughs> um, have you been to Egypt? I haven't. Because um, people people say that once you once you when you go to you know these ancient sites, there's an energy you can feel it. I don't know. I feel as if that's that would just be accurate. And people think that the pyramids have been used or were used for to capture energy. And like you mm. know when I guess when lightning strikes as well, they can capture that energy and it can I don't know they can store it underground or whatever it is. But have you been to an ancient site before? Um, I've spent some time in Ireland, ancient sites. So that feels really old to me. New Grange, whenever I got there, I'm like, oh, they're lying to us about what it's actually here for. Um, I haven't done that much. Uh, thank you. Mexico. I've spent quite a bit of time down there in the ruins because that's where my soul goes. Uh, and I had a trip planned in 2021 to Egypt. Uh, that could be, I don't know if that's still happening right now. The world shifted a little bit, but energetically as shaman, like I go into shamanic journey and spend a lot of time in these sacred sites, not quite the same as being in its physical presence, but there's still a palpable energy and activation that you can pick up when you go through the other realms to get to these places too. That's incredible. That's actually incredible. Yeah. I need to go explore some more of them. Like I've been, I've been blessed. I've been able to travel to quite a few countries, but I haven't been to like I want to go to um, um, Machu Picchu. I want to go Ooh. to the Great the Great Pyramids, and I also want to do um, the one in. Um, there's a couple in in. Um, oh man, where was it? I think it was in Spain, or maybe it was Portugal. But, oh, um, I don't know those. Yeah. Gobekli Tepe is what keeps coming up to me. So the that's in Turkey. Yeah, the um, Mediterranean to me is really really intriguing because i i think isn't that where that atlantis was or something um that is my memory of it let me just say it that way so that is not scholastically that is not necessarily academically proven uh my memory is that they're in uh there's a lot of that energy that's still living over there yes well, i mean the i watched this regions. fucking video the other day of this snake i don't know where it was i think it might have been in brazil that's one i want to go to the amazon Ooh, i want to yeah. go see the amazon that's another thing Ever since I saw that video of Graham Hancock talking with Joe Rogan about um, the underground cities, the lost cities in the in the Amazon, it intrigued me. But 
I saw this video of this snake and it was honestly bigger than a crocodile. I'm not even lying. And like there were people, I think it was in, it must've been in the Amazon, but it was incredible. You know, and the story of like the Loch Ness monster in, in Scotland and stuff. Right. I feel as if huh. underneath the earth, well, we've, we've only what explored 5% of the ocean. We've explored more of the moon than the ocean. And when you think about how deep the ocean is, like once you once you think about how fucking deep the ocean is, you know, like what's under there. I think NASA got a pulse in like 1999 of this um this moving creature. It must have been like an eel or something, but it was two times longer than the Empire State Building, and Fuck. it was moving. So like, unless it was like a submarine that was whatever, it has to be an animal. You know what I mean? Like, what else could it be? Well, and we do have, like, underneath our feet, even if we think of, like, inner Earth theories, right? There's so much unexplored on our planet, and I don't know that it's necessarily unexplored or if it's that it has been explored and then the information has been kept secret, right? Because that's the other fucked up mess that we find ourselves in right now is we don't really know what is true about our own planet, much less any other ones. So uh, there's so much to explore, and I think really... Working as shaman, that's exactly it, right? <laughs> you like, have to do fuck. it. If you want something, if you want something done properly, you have to do it yourself. You know yep. what I mean? Like, um, and we have access to, we have the privilege to, we have the means to. Yeah. So it's not something that feels as far fetched as it once did. We can touch everything now. Exactly, anyone almost. And harder to keep those secrets, right? <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, like being able to watch almost any video on YouTube on the internet. Like you can tap into anyone's knowledge. You know, Elon Musk said it like pretty much every single thing in the world is free. You just have to be able to find it on the internet in real life. Go out there and get it, you know, go out and I don't know, wait, wait seven hours outside a building if you have to. (laughs) And never in human history have been able to do this. So if you think of the old ways of the mystery schools, like you might get one key or one secret in a lifetime, and then you'd come back in another lifetime to get another piece. So right now, not only do we have the technology that's available to us, but within our own human evolution, we now have permission to remember all the past lives. So those initiations are beginning to wake up within us at a cellular way as well. So... Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a better time to be alive if you don't buy any bullshit. We're fine. (laughs) I 100% agree. I don't think there is a more exciting time to be alive. It's like the roaring 20s all over again, but it's just starting. You know, and I think we're going to look back on this time in humanity history and it's going to be one of the most insane times that people would have, you know, either wanted to be alive or just knew that it was just a crazy time. And I think, honestly, think... We're kind of living through World War Three. I don't know. I we are. A, I feel as if it's just a different war. Um, they make you think the war is outside. The war is actually inside. They've made us fight with ourselves and doubt ourselves. And we're uh, becoming stronger in that now. And yeah, the decalcified pineal gland to be able to have full access to our own knowing. Fuck yeah, we got this. Um, so I have no concern. Like, I know who's winning this battle, but... We've got to kind of like sort through the illusions on the outside to get to the other side of this thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, I saw this um, this post of I posted on my Instagram of um, Elon Musk. He said he would never take a vaccine that Bill Gates produced. He called him a knucklehead. And I Fuck mean, yeah. I, I read, I read, no, it's just, <laughs> I read 
um, <laughs> well, I haven't finished it, but I started reading Elon Musk's book and just reading his childhood and all that. It's pretty, it's just pretty insane. But um, this guy's on a different level, and I feel as if, I mean, his his pineal gland must be like the size of a grape, at least like a big grape. Or yeah, I, uh, like as soon as you say Elon, I'm thinking of Tesla, right? So Nikola Tesla and Tesla, I don't know what was going on with that dude's pineal gland, but he was able to go into altered states and create every, he didn't make drafts. He didn't make rough drafts. He made one thing and it was perfect and ready to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh, there's some of us who get to tap into that consciousness. Like he's a paver of the way he's a show a way shower um tesla was i think elon musk is doing the same thing and really challenging like fuck your rules i agree like, no, i get I to do what i want here he is he is he well and truly is and like i mean i think he i don't i'm and i know that i know for a fact he's been kicked off the board or you know he's had to be he got voted out of chairman of the board <laughs> like out of his own company multiple times but yeah, he like he does, you know, he, he bends the rules. He does, he does what he wants. And that's what I love about him. Like he just, he really is. He's, he's paving the way. And I yep. saw, I went to in, in Los Angeles, it was the observatory. I can't remember what it's called, but the Griffin, that one. Yes. Griffith? Yes. Okay. That one was awesome. And I saw Tesla's coil in there and it was just insane. I don't uh, know if it was like the actual, actual one. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was, uh-huh. It was awesome. It was cool. And they did a demonstration of it. Like, it was just insane. It was ridiculous. And um, Yeah, I'm in Colorado, which is where he had his lab that he did some pretty big stuff. Yeah. Um, and they destroyed everything. Like, they kicked him out, destroyed everything. So there's nothing left. I mean, energetic imprints, which is what I play with. I have a little bit of the dirt from the actual site. We'll see what really? it does. But, Do I you mean, know how he died? Uh, well, there's there's all kinds of mystery and intrigue around that too. But um, really, there's a show called The Tesla Files that I think did a really decent job of everything. Um, Tesla Files, because think you want to fucking go Tesla for a second. Um, he had I think thirty something trunks of like technology and inventions and books and written knowledge seized at his death by Trump, Donald Trump's uncle. And then they said there were only like 15. And so like, there's a huge, like missing information of what was taken. Uh, No, no, no. I think that there were like 30 trunks, 30 But they took 15 of them. Um, They took, the numbers don't match. I don't know exactly the numbers because this brain doesn't do numbers. (laughs) But what I can say is like the information doesn't match, but what was seized was by Donald Trump's uncle, who was part of the CIA at that point in time, who was assigned to Tesla. Wow. So that could prove to be interesting if um, when things all line up the right way, and this is not an endorsement for Trump, I think he's a pompous fuck who's doing some good things, as every politician is, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> a lot of or ego, they, maybe a little bit of good, they, I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean, when you, when you have power of a country, man, like you have, what what's their budget? $2 trillion or something? You've got to be God. able to do something with that. But there was some talk whenever he was talking about the wall that it was actually Tesla's technology that would create the new wall. Wait, what? Yep. Uh, I don't know if I can get into it enough because I have I don't I don't have great resources on that. But there was some speculation that this wall that Trump wanted to build was actually Tesla technology. Wow. 
So this is just rabbit holes, like fucking, you know, dive in at your own leisure. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. No, that's crazy. But if we can play with this idea of like, yes, the world is changing. And yes, we have someone in office who might have access to free energy technologies who might be bringing those things forward. There's an interesting narrative that's got a little bit of hope in it, too. Yeah, no, that does. That, that's light at the end of the tunnel. That's uh -huh. kind of like opening up the pineal gland a little bit but um right <laughs> i mean a little, I little mean, more light in <laughs> yeah for sure and i feel as if you know we, you look at what's going on in the world right now with like obviously the, the pandemic but i think it is i think it's just a reminder to us that we need to be caring for ourselves caring for our health and i saw this post yesterday from this guy who's like i can't, I can't remember his name but he's basically said i've taken this pandemic as a time to disconnect and cleanse and detox and evolve myself work on myself and he was out in like the jungle i don't know on like some oh, retreat yeah. getting like his thing <laughs> aren't you aren't you saying that you're going to like the peninsula hot springs tomorrow i am yeah oh, like, hot springs full moon uh, yeah springs. it's not a peninsula of any type <laughs> I'm here from in Colorado. Melbourne, that's what it's called there yeah <laughs> the hot springs the hot springs but it's a full um, moon is that what you said yeah, full moon full moon hot springs trip and then i got a cabin for the weekend so um, yeah, I've been pretty fortunate. Like I've enjoyed summer quite a bit. I haven't let anything hinder me. I wear a mask out of respect, but life is still pulsating and pumping. And if you can work around the crowds of lemmings, everything is kind of rad. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's certainly a lot going on. Um, and I think, yeah, I genuinely think you have to, I mean, put it this way. There's no one out there that's looking out for your best intentions. They may be no. looking out for the best intentions of the overall humanity, but if you, unless you want to be a part of the overall group of humanity, unless you want to mm. be average like that and assume that you're in that big group, then you have to take care of yourself because you're the only person that genuinely cares that will. for your health and your mental health and your future and what actually, you know, what you're putting in your body, what you're consuming and blah, blah, blah. No one else is actually out there looking for no, your specific you individual needs. You say that and I'm like, fuck, you're right. Like, uh, it's a little, oh, goo goo. Um, yeah. That doesn't feel so <laughs> great. And don't we get to a place in humanity where we are working in community differently, where there is not just this isolated uh, experience of self anymore? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just growing consciousness, being able to either become one or just expand consciousness to expand, I guess, continue expanding mm -hmm. the universe or what I, whatever it is we're a part of. But I can certainly say that during this time, like, yeah, I've had a lot of alone time, which has been pretty interesting. Uh, my telepathy is also up. Like, I will think of somebody and we will be messaging each other at the same time. And this is like uh, clients and friends, not necessarily family. Uh, the, the telepathy has increased quite a bit. Our ability to be able to feel each other and respond to each other. That's part of what we're getting to learn right now, too. I agree. I want it and it has to be. It has to be. I think that I think that, I mean, even, even since just being here, connecting with people in, in, in the Caribbean in St. Vincent, it's like they have that much more advanced knowledge. And I think, well, not advanced knowledge, but like just they, the energy, you can feel it, the vibe, the vibrations yes. and the vibes and whatever it is. Mm. And I think that's from the sun, you know, because like the power of the sun, the sunlight. Do you sun gaze? 
I have sun gazed quite extensively in the past. I, yeah, I can't fucking wake up that early right now. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I like to do it in sunrise, but sunset is amazing as well. Can do I don't know. Too. Um, I've, t I've tried both. I will say that I've had much more powerful experiences sunrise. Yeah, no, I agree. Because yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and I find it like we all kind of get a little addicted to these things, right? So like I can say, oh yeah, like I've gone through phases. Kundalini yeah. yoga was a big thing for a little bit, and then I got burnt out on it. Um, What's that? I don't know. Kundalini yoga. Kundalini yoga. What's that? Oh, Benji, fuck! That will change your <laughs> life, baby. All right. Sure. Oh. What is it? Okay. Give it to me. Uh, Kundalini yoga is uh, what they call it in the ancient traditions is like it is a technology, not a yoga. It is not an exercise. It is a way of mastering breath and spirit within this body where like you will vibrate and quake. But everything and the energy, it's these snakes, snake like Kundalini energies build up up to the pineal and up to the pituitary. So you no longer age. What the fuck? Come on! Um, yeah, so good kundalini yoga instructors, you should know. Uh, some of them will I... fuck with you because it can be a power <laughs> game, but yeah. for the most part, they're they're pretty rad beings. So, like, do you want to you want to give us a rundown of like how Woo! what what do you do? What like how does it work? Um, it's going to be like any other yoga in some of its posturing, the difference, uh, and thank you. I have not done regular yoga, so let me just say that. This is not with okay. any level of like knowledge, no fucking training. This is my opinion from my experience. Um, kundalini yoga, you are focusing, eyes are closed, and you're rolling your eyes up and toward the middle, toward the pineal gland. Cool. Everything is done to build this energy up. You're also holding breath in different ways and not releasing it. So it's this tension of energy that you keep within your body and don't release with every breath. You're kind of building up this force every time, but it's an internal yoga. And then some of the posturing will be a little bit longer or a little bit more intense to breathe up. Um, like breath of fire is one of the things that they do, which is like fire in the belly, atomic force when you can do it the right way. Um, and I've done that, like, yeah, lose weight, crazy fast, can eat anything you want. And body comes right back into perfect harmony and balance because these are the primal frequencies of life. The Kundalini energies, you, you tap back into the primal frequencies. Ha -ha. Fuck yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like you're being reborn, but you're still within your body. Yeah. Like, like um, new cells are being reborn new cells are being reborn but it's also making you like a super conscious being because right. it's everything is feeding up here into higher chakra energies that's the entire point um of course it's about physical body being able to support this expansion so we've, we've mentioned chakras a lot for anyone that doesn't know what that is do you want to just like say i mean i can, uh, I, I i know that we have like what seven or eight i think we have eight ones above our head right there's actually hundreds, but uh, there are seven primary. Right. Okay. Um, and then there's, I teach um, the one above, which is the soul star, <laughs> and the one below, which is the earth star, because I think the zeroth, fuck, that one is just way too good. Um, so the seven chakras, essentially, these are the energy wheels where spirit and matter meet. And that is the way that we animate in form from our spiritual selves. Wow. So there's you said that there's ones in our feet and then they there's ones underneath the feet the, the one underneath the feet is black it's Ooh. the earth star oh 
the Akadua tradition calls it the zeroth chakra, which I always kind of dig, The but zero. it's like this, the zeroth, That's uh, it cool. kind of pulsates with the earth. Ugh, that one is luscious. It goes into the void. It's like, how do we uh, experience the void in form without losing form? We Oh, do it through that chakra. so is that like what your ankle, the ball of your foot? No, Like it's I'm like, sorry, underneath your feet. So literally it's almost like you're standing on a black ball. The ball oh, is underneath your feet. oh, what? So it's not in your body. Yep. Not in your body. It's feeding the body from the earth. And it's constant. And, and that's why it's so important to like walk bare feet and go to the beach and like go and walk on grass and things. So you can And to cut. me, this is grounding. Like I will ground Yeah. through that chakra. I don't necessarily do it. Like imagine you're a tree. That seems ridiculous to me. Um, I love trees, but that's not what feels right in this soul. So Yeah. like you put this underneath my feet and I'm like, Ooh, again, that primal energy. Got it. I can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You're just in rhythm. You're in tune. Yeah. You're in that, you're in that, that it's flowing. And you're part of nature, right? We are not different from nature. We are not separate from, we have been told that we are, or that we're separate. We're not. We Nature are, we are, is we're going animals, to flow us we're where animals. we need to And go. that's what, that's what really like kind of grinds my gears. I guess you could say sometimes people, people like, you know, saying like, oh, you're treating them like animals. It's like, at the end of the day, we are animals. We are. And I feel as if sometimes we forget that we're animals and we live in, we live in cities, we live in, I don't know, high rises and, and whatever it is, but that's all good. It's, But I feel as if you need to be able to disconnect, you need to be able to get away. I don't know, go to yep. a farm, go to a beach, go, go into the jungle, go exploring go into and the fucking dark, like yeah. go outside at night, look at a goddamn sky for a few hours. Yeah. There's Looking so at the stars. many people who don't even do that. Yeah. It's crazy. A hundred percent. And, and, Um, yeah, especially when I'm in the city, I need to go out every single day, you know, to at least for, you know, a couple of hours, go for a walk. Um, and Albert Einstein, he, he said this, I think Steve Jobs also used to do it a lot. They used to just like walk, you know, st I, I'm reading Steve Jobs book at the moment. And this guy, this guy would fast for a week, <sighs> nothing, just water fast, you know, do juice fast as well. He would eat carrots and apples for like weeks on end. People said that he turned orange as well because he ate that many, that many fucking carrots. Like for real. It happens. Yeah. And um, anyway, he would like say, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and I, it felt like I could walk to San Francisco and back. And I think, you know, it's like four or five kilometers from San Francisco. So... You know who else walked a ton? Um, just because he should be brought up in every conversation. Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks was such a prolific walker that like a lot of people will know Bill Hicks because he was uh, very enlightened. Do you know who Bill Hicks is? No, I'm Oh, going to baby. be real. I'm going to be real. Okay. Uh, no, I, I only... It, thank you. Don't have you realized not honest, not being honest doesn't work anymore. But Bill Hicks is someone who you should just check out. He was a comedian who died in 94. He was traveling at one point in time with tool, but he is like so ahead of his time talking about things and concepts and consciousness, which is why Bill is fucking rad. But, um, he was just another one of those who walked a ton. Um, Wait, back to that. Oh, this guy sounds yep. cool. He's a comedian. Oh, he was a comedian. Yeah. So, yeah. And Very what? dark, like Carlin-esque. Like Ricky Gervais? Uh, um, no, I think Bill would even be darker. Bill was pretty pissed off because nobody got him. Right, 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 right. As most, as most of those people are. 
So when you're a fucking visionary and when you're working in comedy and when you're in LA seeing the plasticness of all of that, this is Bill's perspective, not mine. I don't personally have anything against LA. Um, it, yeah, I think he felt very isolated and like his understanding of self because he was uh, spiritually enlightened. He was working with his past lives. He was working with his present incarnation. Like he was fucking conscious and did a ton of mushrooms to get there. Um, but he was really frustrated because he's like, I was put here to wake you fuckers up and nobody's waking up. You're paying attention to fucking commercials and Taco television, Bell. Television, man, television, yeah. bro. Even yeah. like... Um, I was talking to this guy, John Joseph. We had him on the show a couple of episodes ago. And we had a great conversation about this. He said, you know, television, tell our vision, programming. Like oh, you know, of course, yes. And, and it's Telling just, you what to be. Yeah. yeah. And, and even oh, there's so many, you know, so many examples out there we could go on about. But again, getting back, being able to disconnect from technology, you know, not fucking yeah. having that need for your phone yet. And that's exactly it. The challenge of even going for a walk without a phone. Like I would love people to yes, try that. I, I very yes, consciously do that. Yes, and I'm like, nothing, yes. just me. Yep. That's, and that's it. That's it. That's, that's that one. When, I, when yeah. I read that, I think that was, um, I think, I think that was in Steve Jobs book. Actually, I don't know, whatever it was. <laughs> Wasn't it funny? Because he also created the fucking technology that I we're know, addicted to. Like, and he would never let his kids play with an iPad. Huh? That's wild. You know so yeah, he knew what the fuck he was doing and uh, just needed. I don't think any of them are uncomplicated people. <laughs> no, I, I think, I mean, I genuinely think technology is here to help us. Like I genuinely think it is. I think we just have to understand that we can't be controlled by it. I think the line between use and abuse is hmm. so fucking fine that we have to, you know, we have to understand that, all right, yes, we need to, in, in this day and age, you need to have to, you need technology. You know what I mean? But you need. And Barbara Hanclow said something really good. So Barbara Hanclow channeled some books from the Pleiadians. Um, Journey of Nine Dimensions was one of my favorites. And the Pleiadian Agenda was the other. Uh, but Barbara Hanclow, through the Pleiadians, uh, was saying, technology is just here to show you how to use your psychic. Mm. Mm, Once technology that. goes away, then you have a construct for how to do this without relying on so anything. So factual. That's so true. Isn't that good? Yes, I love that. I like love we wouldn't that. have known what the internet was or access to everything was unless that construct came in, showed us, and then we're like, okay, fuck the technology. I'm going to go into the Akashic field and grab it now instead. Thanks anyway. Holy shit. Yeah. So then in that, like... There's the creation of that, but then there's also the abuse of that. And this is what Rogan talked about recently. And he's like, I don't know that anybody created it to fuck with people. They just saw they could. Yes. And did. They, no, bro. Yes. That's exactly right? what it is. And that just goes back to yeah. our whole fucking, what we were talking about of, you need to fucking understand that like you are con in control of, of yourself, yeah, you know, nobody's... And, and being able to disconnect from that, not needing it, not, not, not fucking, what's the word? <sighs> Relying on it on anything and to yes. be able to rely on your own tuition to fucking go for a walk and get lost and find your way back. <laughs> like that is what living is about. And it then is. you're really proud of it yourself. Is. And then you've created neural neural <laughs> pathways and new friends and plants, right? Like you want to know, you want to know, um, you want to know something that I've become really obsessed with. I've become with like obviously self-discipline, but fasting. And um, I think, you know, Ramadan, that, that tradition in, um, yeah, in Muslim, being a Muslim, going what a month without 
eating during the day, you know, that's discipline, you know, and yes. it's hard. Oh. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. Our ancestors would have gone days without food. You know what I mean? Um, I'm challenging this idea of discipline for a second because I think discipline is a very masculine created fucking concept. I think I don't think I think the concept of discipline, I think that there's no recipe to discipline. I think everyone has their own sort of discipline and being able to take five minutes to go for a walk. That's discipline because, you know, you're caring for yourself. I think that I would call it devotion. And I'm like, this I do as an act of love, not as an act of like will. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So yeah, I don't no, do discipline, but I do a lot yeah. of devotion. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Um, oh, where, 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 where are we? We're Fast, talking about yes, fasting, yes, yes, baby. Yes. Um, going, you know, going a couple, going that month, you know, without eating food during the day, drinking water, you can, I mean, it's. How long mm, have you gone? I've gone like. A whole day without food that's come on okay seven is like my sweet spot seven day fast will change your freaking life actually i I think it's actually no i think it's 48 hours but like even even still i want to do longer ones i want i want to do like a a a couple of week juice fast but um even just doing that short time you know intermittent fasting as well on a daily basis you you start to you know burn fat um, and you know, kind of clean yourself because we eat a lot of well, like, a lot of shit in today's society. And there's so much energy that goes into processing the food, like mm. digesting food, right? So mm, this is mm, why fasting mm. is essentially really good for clarity because there's nothing else for you to focus on. Um, and so let's just give some parameters. We don't want anybody going out and stopping eating for seven days without <laughs> some preparation. Pretty please. Yes, and that's um, what you need to prepare. You need to prepare mentally and emotionally and like you don't do a lot and that's okay. But this is not a time where you're going to be working out. This is a time where you're going to be meditating and sleeping and taking baths and um, it goes into a more dormant state so that your body can do that. Um, But three days for me, like once I make it through day three, I can go forever and I'm fine. Yeah, that's it. It's getting over that initial. Getting over the first three is really tricky. And you will get headaches. Like, that's the other thing. Your body is detoxing, so you will get headaches. And for us, we have been trained, like, if I have a headache, I need to fix it or make it stop. And we just need to recognize instead, this is just, like, let it flow. It's going to have to flow through this. That's one of my favorite words ever, like that that phrase. It just has to flow. Like, everything, you know, whatever it is, business, personal, anything, it just has to flow. And you don't need to force it. Like it will flow on its own. It will move on its own. You just need patience. It's not forcing anything with my will. Yeah. It's knowing, uh, thank you. I'll geek out a little bit. It like my divine will is already over here. Like this is already in flow with my divine will. And I've just got to let everything break. That's not in alignment with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I'm getting, I'm just, I'm just getting all the ideas to put it together, but I understand the concept of it. Um, this has been an awesome insane conversation i want to ask you one question that i ask everyone if you could tell your 18 year old self one piece of advice what would it be oh uh that's funny my brain wants to go to sassy right away which is kind of funny because there was a questionable south by southwest down there in texas um (laughs) that might be one piece of it sorry uh have more fun yeah fucking 18 year old body like do it girl right yeah mm-hmm. i read uh no ferris bueller said it really well you know life moves really fast in, in the movie life moves really fast and if you don't stop around to have a look 
you know, you'll miss it. It's totally true. Well, thank you so much for, for doing this. I hope everyone got as much out of it as I did. It's been incredible, amazing insights. But um, yeah, I can't wait to do it again and, and talk again, you know, in the near future Benji. and catch up. Thank you for doing what you do too, because uh, yeah, you've got a voice that's reaching lots of people. So uh, thank you for taking up the charge and showing up to lead as you are. I'm I'm doing it. I'm 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 here. I'm here with you. So let's go. Let's do it. Yep. All right. Okay, my love. Thank Have you a so day. much, Andy. Yeah, you too. We'll talk very soon. Boy, oh boy, where we? What an insane conversation that was. I really, really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did because. Some incredible insights, some lessons, stories, everything about spirituality, our third eye, pineal gland was touched on, you know, and I mean, man, I can't wait to do this again. Andy, thank you again. Thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed, make sure you hit that subscribe button, man, whatever platform you're on. And if you're on Apple, make sure you leave a review, an honest review, man. You know, if you liked it, give us five stars. If you didn't like it, give us one star. And uh, tell us what you want to see. You know, tell us your favorite part as well. But, um, man, I can't wait to do this again, Andy. Can't wait to continue empowering all of you to get to that next level. Level up ourselves, level up our businesses, and level up the people around us so everyone and humanity as one can evolve. That's what we are alive for. Peace. Love you all.